Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of For the Love of Marketing. I'm really excited to have Michelle Carvel with me today. Uh, Michelle is a, a fellow author and um, has written a fantastic book on sustainable marketing and is very heavily in that field. I'm also running a podcast, Can Marketing Save the Planet? Lots going on there. I know there's a dedicated website to that, can say, canmarketingsavetheplanet.com. Some great stuff going on in this, in this space. It's a hugely topical area. So I thought it'd be great to have you on, Michelle, and we can have a chat around what is it, right? Because sustainable is a word that gets thrown around so much these days yep. around the world in general and also within marketing. And everyone, I think, wants to do their part. But how yep. do you do it? Where do you start? What do you do? So um, should we start at the beginning and and um, and just ask you, what is sustainable marketing? Yeah, great question. What is marketing is a great question. So, you know, what is what is sustainable marketing even takes it to another level, doesn't it? Because there's a whole load of confusion around what is sustainability. But the way we positioned it um, and the way we continue to position it is that um, marketing ideally, you know, traditionally should fundamentally be around brand and values and purpose it should be around the, the strategic endeavor of the business, driving strategic endeavor uh, and informing strategic endeavor. And of course, it's also about the communication side of things. And I think for many people and many marketers, particularly, I suppose, as the onslaught of digital has come in and taken over what marketing is about, is that marketing has become very disconnected, very disjointed. You know, some people, only do social media and that is marketing you know or, or some organizations just think of that as marketing so so what sustainable marketing is is really from our perspectives perspective is is taking marketing back to what it should be about which is about the values and purpose of that organization why do we exist what is it we're doing here are we doing things responsibly how do we bring our key stakeholders our employees and our customers along with us so that they understand what it is that we do and of course there's huge benefits to that because if you're doing good stuff people want to work for organizations that are doing good stuff and making the world a better place and so of course it's a great employee engagement resource etc etc and then of course marketers have always played and have this important role they almost sit I, I position them as almost like this lens that sits between the inside world of the organization and the outside world of the people and the landscape that they serve. And the marketers kind of straddle both parts there because not only do they have to understand how the business operates, what the products and services are that the that they are marketing, that they are that they are that they are uh, you know bringing and moving out into the world, but they also need to understand what's going on in that outside world, what's going on in the landscape that they operate in, with with regards to what that landscape looks like, what competitive activity looks like, but also what is the sentiment and what is the desires and needs and 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 wants and and. Uh, pain points of the people that they are providing these products and services for. Mm. So they kind of, they sit between the two. They're, they kind of really have to understand the inside of the organization so they can share those values out to meet the audiences where they are at so that people can actually share their brand values. But at the same time, they have to understand that external environment. And of course, are often the people bringing that intelligence back into the business mm -hmm. so that there is strategic endeavor. Now, 
you know, when I was trained in marketing back in the 90s, that was marketing. That was how marketing is. You know, it is a strategic endeavor. So sustainable marketing, we've kind of put a stake in the ground and said, you're not going to be able to enable and mobilize sustainability across an organization, across the value chain and communicate this in an authentic and transparent way and make sure that all of your employees and everybody's clear with what it is that you're doing, making sure that you are clearly understanding the needs of your audiences, their sentiment around sustainability and climate and all of those aspects without really being marketing focused, strategically marketing focused, where we focus on those brand values, that strategic intent and communication. So that is how we position sustainable Mm -hmm. marketing. That is it. And of course, that leads to enormous kind of potentially system change within an organization, certainly some different KPIs and performance metrics for for the marketers within that organization. Um, But of course, we can't just keep doing what we're doing on this trajectory of sell anything at any cost without even thinking about it you know and of course we can't just add it on as a campaign sustainability as a campaign because if it really is just something that you are campaigning about and it doesn't sit within the heart of brand and value and strategy and it's not resourced for and it's not budgeted for and it's it's just something like oh crikey we need to be doing something around this then it comes out as greenwashing purpose washing Mm. um and, and so really, you've got to bring it back into the heart of the business so that it is something that steers and directs everything that you do as an organization. It's mm. not something that just sits in the comms piece. It's got to be about the brand, the values, your strategic intent, and then how you can communicate that should just naturally cascade out of everything that you are doing. Mm, yeah, you, it could be at the heart of your organization, right? It I mean, really it, does. To me, it's, it's, it's quite similar to um, the digital transformation journeys that I've seen yep. organizations go through and I've been part of for, for the last uh, probably, I guess, 10 or 15 years um, yep. on that front. In, in the, there's, there's things you can do um, within the organization to, to make shifts. There's messages you can put in place. There's technology you can put in place in a digital transformation. But unless the whole organization truly buys into that and and really you know talks about it at board level and it's it becomes the essence of every employee you're never really going to deliver it you're just going to be doing little tactical bits and pieces that don't quite fit together and it's it's the same here and that sustainability needs to be something that everyone buys into and thinks about and believes and 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 considers within as you say within their goals within their kpis right so it's at the at the heart, it's not just okay. Hey, look, we're a sustainable organization because we put a badge on the website. Yeah, it's something that genuinely means something. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. how, how do you think that? How do you think an organization, or where should an organization start with with genuinely trying to put sustainability? Because I, I know there's a lot of people out there that, yeah, as CEOs or directors in an organization, are passionate about sustainability, but just yeah. don't really know how to how to go about doing it. I mean, what do we do? Plant a tree every time we make a sale, or you know, I mean, yeah. what do we where do we start? How do we how, where do we go with this? Yeah. Well, this is where the complexity comes in, really. Um, I'm not saying that not any of it isn't complex, but it's all doable and it's things that we have to do. And we are in this transition and and, and we do need to change. So so 
there are two kind of strands to that. There is this, uh, you know, that there are some organisations that are already making incredible strides towards re reducing their carbon impact. And, and that whole net zero, having targets towards net zero and looking at how they can decarbonize what they are doing is often already something that organisations are some organizations, not many organizations, but some organizations are getting started with. I mean, there was some startling um, statistics that I saw, and it was like 84% of SMEs don't even know where to start with net zero. You know, mm. they don't even know what net zero is, really. There's lots of confusion. Mm. Um, and so, so I think the first thing that people have to start with is getting educated. And hence why we wrote the book, hence why we're continuing to have conversations and hence why we're continuously learning all the time. But really get educated because what happened when Gemma and I were writing um, Sustainable Marketing is that you, you see things that you can't unsee and you learn things that you just think, I did not know that. And therefore that galvanizes you to want to learn more. And also as marketers, it really helps us to think about how we can be using our skills, our creativity and our influence to actually shift some of these and, and, and accelerate some of these as aspects that need to happen. So I would say the first thing you have to do is get really educated, whether that is informally having some training. I mean, we've de de developed training courses uh, with the Chartered Institute of Marketing. There are many, many other different training courses now coming mm. out around um, what organizations can be doing to decarbonize or indeed to be looking at how they become more sustainable or how they start on this journey. Another great place I think to start is, is um, understanding your numbers, knowing where you are, you know, what, what is our impact right now? And again, there are lots of uh, Adam Bastock uh, from Small 99 is doing some phenomenal work with regards to helping SMEs understand that because there isn't much really support coming anywhere else. And um, but there are, of course, lots of different calculators. Um, Giki is another geeky.earth is another wonderful uh, resource that can help organizations and individuals understand where they are right now. So, so I think this idea of like, like, you know, a marketing kind of strategy, mm. situation analysis, where are, where are we now? You know, where are we now? Where, where do we sit right now? What is that starting point? What is happening in our supply chain? Do we even know, you know, how carbon efficient our, our suppliers are? What is happening within our energy? You know, are we transitioning? Are we looking at renewables? What is happening about the impact of the facilities that we use to, to deliver the products and services? So I think understanding, doing that groundwork, understanding where you are right now, um, from a carbon impact perspective is a great starting point, but then broadening, broadening that out to understand how are we as a business, you know, are we, do we have a purpose that sits on a wall somewhere that actually doesn't mean anything to mm -hmm. anybody? Um, and that we put out a report every year, but actually we don't speak to our employees. We don't speak to our customers. We've not really done any conversation, had any conversations or done any um, research into how our audiences are actually feeling about the landscape and indeed the role we play. So I would say start 
you know, from a technical perspective, understand the kind of science bit, you know, where are we from a carbon impact perspective, so that you know what you can do moving forward. I would say get your employees involved, start talking to them about how they feel around uh, what is going on around climate change, climate action, how they feel about your purpose and what ideas they have about how you could be changing things to become more responsible in the way that you operate. Now, of course, there's going to be some industries where that's going to be fossil fuel industries. You know, there's there's going to be some challenges in some of those areas. Um, and and but but it is a it is an important aspect for organizations to be thinking about because the consciousness and there's so much research now out there saying that employee employees are looking for their employers to be supportive around sustainability to be yeah. more responsible and they are willing to to move to organizations then take pay cuts if they feel that they are doing better uh, for the planet and people. So I think, you know, we've come to this kind of crossroads. It's almost like a, it feels like we're at a tipping point where everybody's kind of had enough of, of the way things have been. And nobody's really getting served very well by those systems. I mean, we're in this cost of living crisis. We're all worried about what the winter's going to bring. Mm. Um, that's just here, you know, in the kind of wealthy West. Uh, and of course, we're seeing the devastation of climate change. So the mm. general awareness piece is shifting. I think when it starts to bite us, we start to think, oh, hang on a minute, those hot summers, I don't want any more of those. And of course, from a from an employee perspective, from a productivity perspective, that's not positive. Um, and we know we've got already a lot of disengaged employees in the workplace. That's That's been around for a long time. So organizations can utilize focusing on how they can mobilize sustainability and how they can be becoming more responsible and how they can be supporting planet and, and people as well as profits, mm. um, which engages employees, it sends a great message out to the, the rising consciousness of the consumer because they're starting to make uh, choices about where they buy from or, or who they respect and who they want to partner with and who has their shared values. So I think, you know, to, to answer that question, to get, if you haven't got started, get started because mm -hmm. it's serious. Do the research, read up, speak to your employees, um, speak to your customers and just and, and speak to your investors, you know, speak to speak to whoever, if that's the case, that, you know, they, they will have some certainly have some um, things to say about what they expect about sustainability and disclosure uh, around how well you're doing around carbon, your carbon impact, etc. So if you're not doing those things already, um, it, it, some of them are probably likely to be enforced upon businesses as we move forward and and you know, excuse the pun that, but this whole thing heats up. Mm -hmm. um, and, and of course, you, you, you know, you're at an advantage if you get started with those things now. Yeah. Now that's not the first time you've used that heats up pun, is it? I bet. <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> first time that. I've probably thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one, one more question for me, because this is an absolute masterclass. Uh, Michelle, I love it. It's fantastic. Um, you mentioned greenwashing earlier, and that that mm. for me is is something that um, yeah, the, the, especially the the larger the organisation, the more likely they are to greenwash. In my experience, right um, now, I, I think it's it's hard, it's a hard line to walk, right? I think organisations often want to be doing as much as they can for sustainability. Yeah. They either struggle to do it because they've got to go through a whole bunch of approval approvals and process internally, 
or they just, you know, the other end of the scale, they just don't have the time and resource to be worrying about sustainability when they've just got to try and make enough money and, and carry on as a business. Mm. Um, so it can be a challenge and it can be one thing that, that gets put to the side despite best intentions. And I think that's obviously been one of the challenges and why we are where we are in the world right now. Um, but if, you know, if you've got the best intentions, you're trying to do a little bit, but you're maybe not doing as much as you should be, but you still des- desperately want to talk about that because that is a core value to your business, even though you're struggling to do the work. Where's the line? You know, how, how, how much should people communicate this and, and, and how do they make sure that they're, you know, what they're authentically saying what they're doing and, and they can stand yeah. behind it? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 it's, you know, as much as we have greenwashing, there's also green hushing, where, as you say, people are doing good stuff, but they're terrified to talk about it because mm. they're not perfect. And therefore, you know, if somebody was to scrutinize other areas of their operation where they haven't quite got to making some transitions or changes yet, um, it could all look a little bit disjointed. Yeah. So so really, the way to do that is is only talk about what it is that you're actually doing. You know, the action intention gap. Don't talk about your action. You, you, don't talk about your intentions in 20 years time. We intend to do this. You know, there's a big so what factor about that. But Talk about the things that you have actually done and mm. be really transparent about what's coming in the future. We're not there yet. You know, we're not perfect. But these are the things that we're planning on. But we're not going to talk about those because we haven't done them yet. But we are going to talk about these because we can substantiate this. We have the evidence. We have the feedback loop. You know, this is what we are doing. And mm. I think that, you know, there's two two challenges with that and it's a bit of tension because um people don't want to talk about just what they're doing they want to talk about well but we've got this great plan in place and i think that it's fine to talk about what that timeline looks like as long as then you're going to really be transparent and accountable about what it Mm -hmm. is you're putting out there i think if you put something out there and then all of the time well we missed that or we didn't get around to that or we didn't I suppose it's what's the point of you doing that who is that for is that to keep you accountable Mm. or or is it to is it to kind of just look as if you're doing something yeah I think Uh, think that's it I mean it it comes back to the point you were making earlier and your strategy is obviously something I'm a a big proponent of of course Um, and you know for me it's about having that strategy so you need to build out what is that sustainability strategy which you've talked about and then you know, genuinely say, this is what we're doing now, but we have a plan over this, of course. To do these other things. And I think it's really important that point you make around transparency, because I think you know, these days, you know, the power is really with the consumer and they can see through organizations that are not telling the truth. It becomes very apparent very quickly. Yeah. Um, so if you can say, look, guys, we're, we're humans, we can't do everything today, but this is what we're committed to doing right now. And this is what we commit to doing over the next few years. So as we don't leave a gap and say, hey, look, we're great because we're planting a tree when actually we're importing things on planes from across the world when we don't really need to do that. There's a clear view of, okay, we are doing that, but actually we're going to change the way we do that and we're going to change our processes. So, but that comes, the communication comes after the strategy. It sure does. Not the other way around, right? Sure does. You know, it is not a campaign. You know, you shouldn't, when we interviewed um, Cecilia uh, Arona Ahern from, from, um, the competitions and marketing authority around the green claims code so you know we wanted to hear it you know kind of directly from what what they were advising because of course there's pages and pages of of, of pieces on the regulation that I do think they've done a good job of kind of summarizing things and making it doable for for organizations so uh, but what she said is you know 
don't use sustainability as a campaign. You know, that is not the driver. The, the fact that you can talk about this should not be the driver. The driver should be the strategic sustainability will, you know, yeah. that it shouldn't be that, oh, so it gives us something to talk about. And I think that's where, you know, some of these, um, some of these organizations are kind of missed missed the missed that that kind of element there that it, it actually it's not just about the campaign it's actually about the whole strategic endeavor perfect that's a great way to end thank you michelle that's been fantastic really really great information there i know there's a lot more people can learn from can marketing save the planet.com and and your books and everything else so absolutely encourage everyone to uh, go and read and follow everything Michelle does because it's fantastically insightful and brilliant um for those of you thank you for listening to uh for the love of marketing you can uh, of course like and subscribe as always and uh, we look forward to seeing you on another episode thanks Michelle thank you